Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. We are back with another match preview, the big one. It is the Carabao Cup final. It is this Sunday, live at Wembley. And for those of us like myself who haven't got tickets, it's live on Sky or whatever bar you find yourself in on Sunday afternoon. I'm Scott, I'm your host for this one. And this week I am joined by Daryl, Chris and Joe. Daryl? How are you, my friend? Um, do you know what it is? I'm not even feeling nervous about the game yet. It hasn't sunk in. Um, probably be feeling something a little bit different come Sunday morning, but uh, at the minute, no, absolutely fine. Um, just a bit of a tickly cough and a snotty nose, but other than that, Matt, absolutely good. Looking forward to the game. Great. Sounds fun. Yeah. Chris, how are your nerves? <laughs> <laughs> it's not kicking in yet. Honestly, do you know what it is? I was so buzzing for this recording, right? And I, I honestly didn't think it was going to start with Daryl talking about he's tickly coughing, he's snotty nose, but with you. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, hey, that's how it goes. Might as well run with it. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm counting down the days now. I really am. And I'm just wishing me life away just for, for that first pint in London. About to watch me team in a cup final. I didn't think I'd say that. I really didn't. I didn't think I'd ever say it, but I can't wait, mate. And uh, and Joe, I'm I ex- understand yes. this week's going quite quickly for you from what you said earlier on. But how are the weirdly, 
Really so, yeah. Uh, I'm not nervous because I'm just excited for the weekend. Like Chris has just said, it's going to be such a monumental event. The Saturday, the Sunday, even the Monday, probably going to keep drinking. And <laughs> you know what it is? The way I'm looking at it is regardless of the result, I know I'm going to come away from that stadium with at least a baseline emotion of just like pride and happiness that we got there and I know for a fact we'll put in a hell of a performance. So um, I'm just like, looking forward to the weekend. As everybody is from these parts and beyond, um, we'll jump into it. Well, before we jump into it, let's just tell you about our sponsor for this match preview. As always, the Gallagher Shots match preview is brought to you by Magpin. The other go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle players, legends, and retro kits. Uh, the website for Magpin, if you want more information, is magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. So we'll jump right into it. And unlike other weeks, I don't want to focus too much on the opposition because I think this should be a preview where we talk more about Newcastle than we talk about the opposition. But we'll just touch a little bit on Man U. Um, they're currently sitting third in the league, 15 wins, four draws and five defeats with a plus 13 goal difference. Uh, they've won the three of the last five league games, um, and that's also with a draw against Leeds and a defeat against Arsenal. Uh, Joe, I'm going to come to you mm -hmm. first, mate. Uh, confidence levels against Man U. Confidence levels are in some ways very high, in some ways very low. We have to take the form of the two teams into account. I don't care what anyone says about form goes out the window for these kind of games. It's weird. It's been a very, very strange season of ups and downs. If you had uh, if you had taken this fixture, I mean, back in October or so, I think most people, I think a lot of people would say that we were favourites. And as time has progressed and, you know, as events have transpired, uh, we've hit a little bit of a lull there, obviously hitting, hitting a high, uh, no least to the form of the likes of Rashford, and it's it's going to be a major challenge. It really is. Uh, the defense is what gives me a lot of um, a lot of hope and a lot of confidence. We're going to come on to one part of that defense probably at some point uh, briefly. However, I'm still very confident in the in the form that we've had throughout the whole season. We've had a little bit of a blip. I appreciate we've had a little bit of a blip, Liverpool. But then you know there was going to be a good side in. in I think we just have to take the whole season into account. For the most part, we have been very good, and honestly, we're close to foot. We're close to a fully fit squad going into this game as well. Something that we've not had the luxury of for a lot of the season. So I th and I think that Eddie Howe is really going to get these lads up for this game. Not that they're probably needed to be uh, g'd up for it. You know, we've got plenty of local lads in there who will be absolutely pressing down this point of what it means to the city and the supporters in Newcastle to, to, to win this trophy. Absolutely. Um, Chris, the fact that there's a couple of local lads in the Newcastle side, and we'll, we'll just turn our attention to this for a little bit before we go back to a few of my new points. Is that a good thing, or do you think that just applies more pressure to the players when they're hearing these local lads like Dan Byrne, Paul Dummett, Sean Longstaff saying, look, you guys are going to be, I think Dan Byrne said, you're going to be gods if you guys win this cup. Does that just apply a little bit more pressure or do you think it's water for ducks back for these these sort of players? Yeah, I, I don't think it'll, it'll add any more pressure to the situation at all. I, I think it'll probably make the lads overperform to a certain extent. 
I think that I don't think it needs the local lads to 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 tell them what it means and how long it's been because they'll know for fine well. And I wouldn't be well. I know Eddie Howe has, has been getting ex players in the last couple of weeks to have a chat mm. with with the lads as well. So so they'll be mentioning it as well how much it means and what this can do to the fan base and, and to the football club to to lift a trophy. And we're saying lift a trophy, but just like Joe said earlier, just getting to the final. I think we're all happy just with that being like 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 Joe said that the base level and advancing from that in seasons to come, where they are the first ask of trying really under the new ownership, we've managed to reach that final and and like like we said, it's down to good form throughout the season. We've been great apart from the last couple of games, and I'm saying that as if we played bad, we haven't been even bad. It's it's a fact. With with these local lads, though, I think Dan Byrne said he wished he was a fan in this moment. Um, it, it just it just shows like he, he gets it, and yes, he'll be having a, a word in the ears of the rest of the players, but they don't need it. They, they won't need it. They'll want to win that for not just for the club, but for a, a personal level as well. They'll want to win a win a cup. It doesn't mean oh, oh, we need to win it for the Newcastle fans. They'll want to win it for themselves. It just helps that they've got our backing. Absolutely. I mean. Like you said, it, it's what it's our first League Cup final since '76. Um, last trip to Wembley was back in '99, the old Wembley, if I remember rightly, uh, with the, the two towers, Darrell. Um, played Man U in that last round, and it was a 2 0 defeat. Uh, the last League Cup final was a 2 1 defeat to the other Manchester side, the uh, the, the, the proper Manchester side, uh, if you will. Um, is there. Is there a sense of redemption that we need to have here? Where you know, I think the last two times we've been to Wembley, it was against Man U, and the beat were two one, and I think it was two nil. If I remember rightly, in the um... it was Man U and Arsenal, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. the uh, the charity shield though, as well. That was oh, all right, okay, sorry. wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. So, it, is there is there you know is payback due? Do you think for for us against this side? I think there's certainly an element um, of that, Scott. You know, it's a case of, you know, they've had two games just now and I think it's a lot of people in that opinion that it's time for us to have our turn and and get the result this time. Um, And just to go back a little bit there with what Chris was saying about the the local lads, and I think he's absolutely spot on. Um, Again, a lot of the players in this squad, it's going to be, it's that first realistic chance to actually make history with us in this moment. Um, and I'm sure a lot of them would have thought a couple of years ago that it's, this moment would never come. Yes, we had that little run to the semi-finals against Man City in the FA Cup, but there's going to be a, an element of belief in that squad now that actually they can go into this game on Sunday and and do it. They they can do it. They, we know they can do it. They should know they can do it. Eddie knows they can do it. And not to jump ahead to later on, but I think we can do it as well. Um, and yeah, in terms of redemption, you know, I was at Old Trafford earlier this season when we got a nil-nil, um, and that game we had. Our, it's that game ran the course of a lot of games this season where we weren't short of creating chances. We we were able to create chances, we just couldn't take them. Um, Man United did have their own um, momentum in that game where they had some good spells, um, but again they couldn't break us down. Our defense is solid. Yes, there was a couple of shaky moments in the last few weeks there. Um, particularly against Liverpool last weekend, but again, you know it, it's it's going to happen. It's it's nothing to worry about too much. Um, you know it's been discussed on the other shows this week. Um, how that's going to go down, and also you know for a fact, we all know for a fact 
that this Newcastle United, they will work on those mistakes and they will be better. And I think it's going to be time. It's time. Well, fingers crossed it is time. Um, we'll turn our attention just slightly back to Man U for a minute, Joe. We've got a couple of injuries just to, to go through. Um, mm-hmm. Donny van der Beek, I think, has been out for most of this season, if, if not all of it. Uh, you've got Anthony Martial, who I think is just in light training, so he's probably not going to feature. Um, and then you've got uh, Christian Eriksen, uh, thanks to uh, big Andy C uh, doing the business there for us uh, in, that, in that game. Obviously, they've got a couple of players out. It's nothing... Major when you think of Manu because they've got the likes of Casemiro, they've got Marcus Rashford, you've got Luke Shaw in defence. You know they've got they've got players that can hurt you all over the field, um, but they do play quite an important game on Thursday, which is tomorrow night at time of recording um, against Barcelona. Now it is it is at home, so that kind of makes it a bit bit easier on them in terms of you know there's no travel lag or anything like that. But that's a big big game for them. Is that something that could maybe play to our advantage given the short turnaround time between that game against Barcelona and then the final against us, it's what, three days later? It can only be to our advantage. Like you say, they've got a, a handful of injuries that they're mainly to players that you you could argue would start, some may start, some may not. Uh, but at the end of the day, we know firsthand that multiple competitions requires a very in-depth, strong squad, and you need to rely on those players. Uh, yeah, and to an extent, they're not going to be able to, be able to rely on some of those players. Uh, looking at who's going to start on Sunday for them, it's very difficult. It's It will become more clear after Thursday's game. Uh, however, you know, it can only take, uh, you know, one or two dirty tackles from a Barcelona player to maybe injure someone. It's It's very difficult to say. Uh, but you know, only like you say, only having a three-day turnaround, and then they've got an FA FA Cup game a few days later against West Ham. They've, they have a lot of fixtures, I believe. Uh, since the semi-finals, they've had something like seven fixtures to our three. Yeah, it can only it can only work well for us. But you know, you can't rely on these kind of things. Uh, whether we play the their strongest eleven possible, or whether we play them with two or three big injuries, you know, it you've just got to play what's in front of you. But I'm definitely, uh, I'm, I, I've got to say, I'm pretty happy that, you know, we they, they have a far quicker turnaround than we do. It gives us a lot more time to prep. Absolutely. And, and you know, we're not wishing injuries on any players, but um, of course not. No, know, no, there's no, always not the chance of something happening. I think we mentioned on the, well, you guys mentioned on the Osmond Faces podcast on Monday, Chris, that if Man U score first tomorrow night against Barcelona, it could get a bit dirty. There's, there's a tendency of that to happen. So, We'll see what happens there. Uh, we'll turn our attention to Newcastle. After all, we are a Newcastle channel. Um, injuries, really, the only one we're really unsure on still is Joel Willick. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's Emil Kraft, but he's out for the whole season. But Joel Willick mm. was the... He went off uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he seems to be almost ready, if you listen to Eddie Howe. Um, Daryl, do you risk Joel Willick, even if he is fit? Given the fact that it was a hamstring injury, um, in terms of the starting eleven, I don't think you do. Um, it's always nice to have that extra strength and depth coming off the bench. But you know, we we know what hamstring injuries are like; they can be quite delicate. So certainly for me, I don't think we should be rushing to get him into the starting eleven come Sunday afternoon. Um, I think 
we've seen in in in, in the last few weeks, and it, more importantly for us is the return from suspension of Bruno, um, and that's going to be the key one for me. Um, I think we can afford to keep Joe Willock on the bench and, and use it in that case of in case of emergency break glass and um, use him if we really really need to. But in terms of getting him ready to start, no, we don't need to do it. Yeah, you mentioned there about Bruno coming back. Obviously, we've got a few other players who are out. They're not injured. Uh, we've got Nick Pope, who's obviously suspended. We're not going to talk any more about that than what we did on the reaction and on the Always Smiling Faces podcast this week. Um, and we've also got Martin Dubravka and Anthony Gordon, who are cup-tied. But, Chris, Daryl mentioned there, the return of Bruno, um, that's a huge, huge player for us coming back. He's going to be riled up to put in a performance do you think he is the deciding factor for us in terms of if he has a good game, we have a really good chance of taking that trophy back up north? Well, already had the proof there, Scott. We haven't won a game without Bruno in the team. So, so it's already there. And, and performances have dipped since Bruno hasn't been involved since the red, the red card. Um, <clears throat> the way I'm looking at this, and I'm trying to be unbelievably positive on this one. And everybody's everybody's concerned with Nick Pope not being available because of his red card. And I think a lot of fans are being a bit too harsh on Carrius at the moment. But like I said, we'll not touch too much on that. But the way I've been tricking my mind into thinking this, and I hope everybody else is going to agree with this, is that if I was given the option of would I rather have Bruno missing the game or Nick Pope missing the game, I'm having Pope miss that game because Bruno is unbelievably important yeah. to the, to everything in this team, not just his position, but everything, defence and going forward, because he, he just connects every single player on that field. We've seen how well that partnership is on the right-hand side with Trippier and Miggy. We've seen how he, everything shifts on the left-hand side with, with Joe Lint on. We've seen how he drops back to pick that ball up when, when the, the defenders are struggling with confidence or whatever it may be. So Bruno being back is huge, absolutely huge. And... He's an emotional character. I just hope that doesn't get the better of him because yeah. he's missed the last X amount of games, last three games there now. He's going to be raring to go and that could work in our favour a hell of a lot. Yeah. But it could go against her as well. Um, it'd be, let, let's see if it gets the penalties as well. It'd be interesting to see if, if Bruno is confident to, to step up. After missing the last penalty and, and how oh, devastated he was, flashbacks, <laughs> how oh, devastated he was once again, showing that oh, emotional dear. side yeah. of, of the player. But let's just hope we'll do the business in the first ninety there. Um, but honestly, like like I've just said, Bruno being back for this game, it's it's so so important. I'm really looking forward to seeing him as well. I've missed yeah. him. I've really missed yeah. him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Joe, we've talked a little bit about, you know, well, we've mentioned the Nick Pope suspension and the fact that Dubravka is cup-tied. So that leaves Karius uh, in goal. And as Chris mm-hmm. has said, I think there's been some maybe unjustified criticism come against him. I mean, yet, you know, he had that bad game against Liverpool. But before that, he was having a good season. I think it was something like 16 clean sheets uh, he was on. Um, or maybe it was, sorry, 16 games and 10 clean sheets, if I remember rightly. Um He's a good shot stopper, um, from what I've seen and, and from you know from what I can remember back then. Um, people say no, but he hasn't played since then. He's been on loan in I think in yeah, the Belgian played. league and in the German league. Um, yeah, didn't, as well. yeah. didn't play many, but he when he did play, he did all right. I think his last season played five games and kept three clean sheets, which 
you know, it's yep. Bundesliga. Um, so, you know, take from that what you will. It's a very similar league physically to us. Um, but I think the big thing with Carries that people are forgetting is he's got the back four in front of him that Nick Pope has. And a lot of Nick Pope's clean sheets, yes, he's making some great saves, but the defence have a lot to play towards that as well. Stopping mm-hmm. the shots, stopping the players getting in. Um, for that back four, do you go unchanged? Is there any worry about, you know, we've talked about left-back situations and, and players who can get in behind. Obviously, Man you have got Rashford, they've got Bruno Fernandes and they've got uh, Anthony, uh, who can, you know, get in behind these uh, the, the, our players. But do you just stay as is for the back four? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that defence has been absolutely fantastic. It's the best defence in the Premier League this yep. season for good reason. We've got this fantastic uh, this fantastic balance of attack and defence, especially with, you know, the Trippier bombing forward, Dan back, uh, sorry, Dan Byrne coming back to uh, sort of compensate for that. We're going to need that defensive capability uh, against a very strong Man United side. Uh, I know that there, there were some... Uh, well, there was some criticism with Cher and, and Bottman about uh, regarding Liverpool's uh, goals. Fair enough. That's one of the very few clangers that they've actually had this season. For the most part, they've been absolutely perfect. Um, so there can be really no change there. Uh, I'm not even sure. Is, I'm not even sure if Matty Target is is back fit. Yeah, he might be. In, I think he's in training, but um, I don't really think we have too much of a choice besides maybe bringing in Lascelles. We need to keep that, yeah. We need to keep that back four. It's been, it's been absolutely fantastic. And as Chris mentioned, with Bruno coming back in, yeah, I don't think that we can underestimate the the importance of what Bruno does to uh, to help that back four when bringing balls down to be that link up between the defense and the attack. Uh, so that is going to be mi- massively important for us. I will briefly touch on Carius if, if that's all right. Uh, before I say anything, I, I just want to make clear that Nick Pope is a massive miss for us, and obviously everyone would rather have him starting than than any other. Keeping the squad, I think we can, you know, it's pretty safe to say. However, this uh, this game that people keep uh, referring to with the Champions League, they need to get it out of their minds. It was five years ago, I believe. Carius was 24 years old. He had a concussion from Sergio Ramos, and uh, and let's and let's uh, remember that he's not just coming out of the cold to to come into the squad out of nowhere. He's trained with us for the last few months now since uh, Darlo got that injury. I think it was back in uh, early December. Yep. He's already won us a cup. He's won us the Saudi Cup, the prestigious Saudi Cup. So you know he's got a hundred percent win record in the finals. And I'm not being funny here, right? I know it's a very small sample size. I appreciate that, and I do have a little bit of you know skepticism as much as anyone else, just because I've not seen a lot of them play recently. But Eddie Howe would not have him in that squad if he didn't think he was capable. Yeah, sure, he didn't expect to start him uh, for this game. But at the end of the day, I think as far as right now third choice keepers go, you're not going to get much better. And um, we can, you know, we can talk about obviously all the issues that led to it. But it is what it is. I, I, I think this game is not going to come down to carries his individual performance i think as you say that defense is going to be there in front of him doing a fantastic job and yeah i this game will not be won and lost based on our goalkeeper i don't think i could be wrong i could i could regret those words but i i i think the team's got enough quality in it overall to uh 
to supplement any potential um, any flaws in any one position. But Carries is going to be fine. I think the other thing to remember is we have a pretty decent goalkeeping training team. Precisely. We, we've, it's been a while. Like We haven't had a bad keeper for a long time. And the coaching staff that are behind that, that, that train our keepers have a big part to play with that. Yes, there's individual talent and individual skill, but like he's been working with them week in, week out, like I say, since December. So mm-hmm. who knows what we're going to get. We're probably going to get a totally different keeper than anyone remembers. We'll see what happens. Um, Chris, I'll come back to you about the midfield. Obviously, Bruno walks straight back in. Um, it does mean, though, that one of the the three regulars, if you will, are, are going to lose that, 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 that space or that place. Sorry. Um, you know, if Willock is fit, probably looking at it's probably going to be him because of his injury. But you've got Joel Linton and Longstaff. Is is that what you would expect to see a, a Bruno, Joel Linton and Longstaff centre three? Or do you think Willock fits in somewhere and maybe Joel Linton gets moved up to the left like he has done in the past? No, I think what you said first, Longstaff. Bruno and Jordan being that 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 three in midfield, yep. it's I'll be very very shocked to see Willock come in there on the back of an injury, and the fact that Maxi had an unbelievable game against Liverpool that works in our favour as well. Maxi has to start this game, he, he has to, he, he really does. And, and what Maxi are we going to get? We don't know, but he normally plays well in in, in big games, and this is one of the biggest he's ever going to feature in. So. Maxi starts for me, obviously, maybe over the other side. Um, the thing that worries me is not creating the chances because we will. We'll, we'll get plenty yep. of opportunities in that game. And, and all of the talk has been around the goalkeeper. I, I think we need to focus our attention on scoring goals. We've struggled to score goals recently. So that's where the issue is right now. We need our strikers to be taking their chances because yep. the chances are there. We saw it against Liverpool. We probably had the better chances but we missed every single one of them. So, for me, the, the midfield picks itself right now on the back of that Willie injury. It's whether or not who starts up front. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question. Uh, so, I'll give this one to you, Daryl. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. Isak started the last two games. Wilson's had that hamstring niggle, shall we say. Um, he did feature a little bit in the Liverpool game, which I was very surprised to see. But, you know, we've discussed that. That's That's a previous game. For you, is it a case of let's give Isak another run out? Um, he seems to do well against a, I want to say a, a slower and maybe less physical defense. And if they've got Harry Maguire and uh, I can't remember the, the other guy, um, Varane, Martinez, Varane, well, Martinez or Varane, yeah, I don't know which one will play. Um, is that an ideal setup for Isak, or would you want to see Wilson come back into that starting front striker role? Yeah, in complete contrast to what we said about Joe Willock, Wilson's the one I'd like to see start on Sunday. Um, I think you're right, absolutely right. You mentioned the physicality there. I think Wilson's more equipped to deal with whoever he plays at centre-back. Um, it's going to be between, I think, Varane and um, Martinez and maybe even Shaw if he decides to do it. Um, and that, for me, would then... put My decision there would be to play Wilson and tell him to sit on Martinez, for example, or Shaw, the the, the smaller of the two um, centre-halves, um, and just bully them around a bit and, and get in their faces. Martinez seems to be a little bit of a hothead. He's got a bit of a streak in him. So if you can get him wound up, then it might work in our favour. Um, but you also hope that he's going to find his shooting boots and, and 
play like he did in that first half against West Ham. Um, you know, he has been a little bit void of goals recently. Like the goal against West Ham was his only one that he scored since the restart, I think. Um, yes, yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, it, 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 there's a bit of pressure on him because we're going to be relying on him to put these chances away. Um, I've got no doubt that we'll be able to create those chances for him, especially now with Bruno back in as well as, a, as an extra option to put a ball in for him. We've seen Longstaff set him up against West Ham for that goal with a great ball. Um, it'll be down to to Miggy and Maxi to put balls in from the wing as well. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And I think it's an advantage to us to use Isak later in the game with his pace. He can work against a tired defence. Um, and I totally agree with Chris. It's got to be Maxi that starts. Um, he was fantastic last week. Um, and even though we were up against it, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, and... You know, I'd like to think that Eddie's had a little word in Miggy's ear this week as well and just said, you know, you need to be a little bit more confident and think about how you, you were playing before the break. Um, you were hitting those balls with confidence. You were on a hot streak of goals. Um, and I think, yeah, it, it should be... With with those front three on fire, we should pose a real threat. I think I think remember with Maxi is he's also got Bruno back. Um, yeah, and he seems to play a lot better when Bruno's on the pitch to when he doesn't. So uh, everybody yeah, does, be... Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is very true. Um, the only yeah. thing I was thinking about just before went just before went live was if he did want to play Willick, is there a, an argument that he plays Joel Linton on the left and then Saint Maximum on the right, so that it's Saint Maximum can still get that game, play how he plays, but he hasn't got to worry as much about. The track and back because Kieran Trippy has a, a more fuller wing back. I was just spitballing ideas. I don't think that would ever happen, but yeah. keep that idea to that yourself, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Chris. Well, on that note, um, I'm going to say goodbye and I'll let you get no, um, we'll turn our attentions to the dreaded predictions. And oh, Joe, you didn't want to do one. No, come we'll last, come to you please. first, mate. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, what is Are your we doing a head and heart? Are we doing a head and heart, or you we can just do a head first? and heart? You can do an arsenal boy. You can do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> ah, you know what? Honestly, think I'm going to come onto this preview and not predict anything other than a win. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna win this one nil. You know, I can see a I can see a defensive masterclass coming, and can't wait for this to get clipped. No, uh, I, I <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a um, we're gonna have a very very big challenge on our hands keeping likes of Rashford quiet even Veghorst who's been coming in almost as a number 10 has has done quite well uh Sancho's coming to a bit of form don't know if he'll play on Thursday and, and then be rested who knows that's a thing we, we aren't too sure yet but uh oh I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna say we're gonna win one nil and Isak is gonna get the goal Daryl, there you Quiet, quiet. <laughs> come on, boys. Come on, have some confidence. Let's go. Come on. Um, Colin, what's your I'm, prediction? I'm still I'm gonna go with a head and a heart. Um, but they're still both positive. Um Heart will say we'll do it in 90 minutes, two one. Head says we might have to go through extra time. I don't want it to go to penalty, so I'm gonna go with a two one win in extra time as well. So we've still got two one wins all, all across the board. Oh, do we get extra time as well? It's extra oh, time. It's a whole shebang. Hey, you're getting you're getting a lot for your money. I really so don't if, want if it to go that an, far. If you've got an early train book, do you want to pray? <laughs> it's ninety minutes. <laughs> don't you worry. Gotta, yeah, you got to stay for us. Listen, the trophy as well. Discretion is advised if it goes to penalties. Don't worry. They've been told. Um, but 
I really don't think my heart would cope with extra time and penalty, so I want to get it done in 2-1 in 90 minutes. Come on. Please. Uh, Chris, do you want to give us a prediction? <laughs> I can see you shaking. Come on. Come on. You know you want <laughs> Come on, to. Come on. I've all done I it can't. I, I can't. I, do you know what? Tell I you what, can't. When I lose 90 minutes of penalties. Do you know what it is? I think it's our time now. It has to be our time. It has to be. And do you know what it is? I think it's going to go right down to the wire as well. I think I think we'll take the lead early on. And I think at that point, we'll probably shit our pants a little bit because we're in the lead and we won't know what to do. Um, and I think we'll just defend for, for our lives. Um, I'm so confident it's defence. I really am. But then I look at the Liverpool game and I think, shit, like there was a couple of moments in there. Bruno being back is huge. I'm, I'm, I'm going for a 1-0 Newcastle win. Good lad. Thank you. Well, you're not getting a one out of me. Right, thanks everybody. I will, I will. I think it'll be 1-0 as well. Um, I'm going to go for a Bruno. I think Bruno's going to... I'd love that. Hit a peach of a shot from outside the box. Cry anyway. 20 minutes in. He cries. He cries if that happens. And do you know what? I'll is? cry oh, if that happens. It'll be me do and Decker crying in a pub in London. If it's not the case, right? <laughs> if if we get beat, fair enough. We're yeah. there. We've yeah. made it. Yeah. That that at this moment in time, that is enough for us. Just like how we're happy to finish in the top six. That's enough. We're not of course we want top four. Of course we want that. But we're happy with top six. We'll take it. Yeah, we're taking just just this experience right now because it's been a hell of a long time since we've experienced that as a football club and as a fan base to have that opportunity for all of us to get together and, and celebrate that moment with everybody else, no matter where you're from. Obviously, a lot of us are coming from from the northeast, but Scott, you're coming from Amsterdam. We've got Shade coming from America. We've got Roger coming from from Canada. Like even our lot are coming from all over the world. And it's yeah. it's yeah. not just this this small section of us. The rest of the fan base, I've seen people coming from from China, from Hong Kong, from all over the shop, mate. And, and that just shows you how much this is. A lot of fan bases turn their noses up at this this cup, at the League Cup and this Carabao Cup. They go, oh, I'd rather the FA Cup. We were happy that we won some daft little Saudi Cup not long ago, man. Yeah. So honestly, getting to this point is huge for us, and we're going to soak up every second of this. And we're just going to enjoy it, and hopefully the players do. If they win, absolutely cocks out, mate. But <laughs> honestly, can, can you imagine just, just how there. wide Jacob Murphy's jaw is going to get if we win this? Oh Christ! Oh. I don't know if we can he get was that way. Buzzing for the South. Take up the entire photo. It's it's going to be like a, a, a toddler on uh, coke. Uh, just buzzing. <laughs> He's going to be absolutely buzzing. Coca Cola, by the way, not not. Uh, do you know what it is as well? One of the things which I've been thinking about, and I'm thinking way way ahead of myself. Yeah. Hmm. So lifting the cup, is it a double captain lifting this? Is it Lascelles oh. and Ooh. Chips lifting it? Yeah, Bruno's dad. Yeah, is. Bru- uh, Bruno's, Bruno's dad. Bruno's, Bruno's dad. dad. But yeah, He'll be driving the car that brings the ball on at full time. <laughs> <I'll think> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> and I, I'm, I know I'm away ahead of myself. In fact, don't even answer that question. Don't jinx it. Don't answer it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Listen, well, on that yeah, note, we'll pre- end it. So before we drink it anymore, unless <laughs> Joe, did you have something you want to admit? No, I just wanted to uh, reiterate what Chris what Chris said. It's a it's a celebration of everything that's happened over the last year, and all I ask of everyone who's going down south, who's going into that stadium, just drown it in a sea of black and white and make some bloody noise and uh, and just show them what 
what this club means to us, uh, regardless, win or lose. Yeah, It's going to be a fantastic, fantastic weekend. And I, I feel privileged that I get to be there with with all of you guys, with everyone, and, and just witness it. If this club goes in the trajectory that we think it's going to go, this will hopefully not be the only occasion that we get to Wembley. But you only get this first time once, and we just need to just need to embrace it. Just just embrace the the, the whole event. It's going to be fantastic. However, the lads, come on! Fetch your flags and bring your scarves. Don't forget your scarves. We are. Come on! Get, yeah. yeah. Yep, there is going to be a war flags display at Wembley, uh, from what they've said, and they've also said want to bring their scarves. Uh, so yeah, I think we've got a good chance of making this as much of a home game as possible. And I think also, if you look at the resale on tickets, because I've been looking at them very closely, because I don't have a ticket, so I've been trying to see what's available. There's a lot of Man U tickets available. There's a lot of those tickets available in the Man U end, and there's hardly any in the Newcastle side. Um, I think that's going to tell its story in itself, but. Like I said, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Thanks, everybody, for watching this one. Um, this is probably the the biggest game of our memories of recent times. I know back in the 90s when we got those finals, I was too young to go down to London. I watched the games at home, but uh, I'm glad I'm going to be there for this one, even if I'm not going to be in the stadium, because I think it's going to be an absolute mad couple of days. So we'll see what happens. Um all that's left to say is thank you, Chris. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for watching. If you are going down to, to London, be safe. Um, don't drink too much. I have to say that. Don't drink too much. Um, <laughs> you want to remember this game. Drink afterwards. If, we, if, 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 if the worst happens, drink afterwards on the on the train, um, even though you're not allowed to. Uh, just, drink the, just drink on the train. <laughs> um, if you like this sort of content, we do have a whole host of things coming this week. Uh, we've got the FPL show back uh, for those of us who are also focusing on the league because there are league games this week as well. So the, the FPL show there. If you've got some Newcastle Man U players, you're going to have some blank players this week. So uh, Matt and Daniel did that last night. So that should be going up soon. Uh, there's also an interview with a Newcastle legend, Chris. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? There is. Um, so there, over the last couple of days, uh, we have recorded uh, two separate videos and podcasts. Uh, we have a podcast with Bob Monker, uh, club legend, uh, the last club captain to, to lift uh, a prestigious cup, as I want to put it. Um, and he also stayed back and did a Man United for us as well. So there's going to be oh, two videos going out at some point over the next days. Both of those will be going out as early access. So if you're not a member, become a member and you'll get access to them. Absolutely. Like, like Chris said, they'll go early access to all members. That is $2.99 a month if you want to become a, a member to this channel. Uh, with, apart from the early access, you also get access to the Telegram group, which is absolutely buzzing at the moment. Um, it's it's always lively, but it's it's even more so this So time. just to mention on that as well, Scott, in the, in yep. the Telegram group, if, if people aren't a member of the Telegram group, what we're all going to be doing, I've just discussed this with, with Roger before we started recording this, is we are going to download the the three words app. I think it's is it what's it called? Is it my three words? Oh, what, what three, what, what, what three, what three words, words? Yeah. So we're going to download what three words, and when all of us are together, we're going to post where we are, so it's easier for everybody to to meet oh, up at that good. point. That's canny. Okay. Um, so join that Telegram group. Come and and have a few cans with us. Just come and experience the moment with us. It'd be good to meet everybody because that Telegram group, it's, it's absolutely buzzing at the moment. It has been all season, even more so this week. Uh, so, yeah, join that one. And we'll see you all down in London. 
We will. We will. Um, yeah. Thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you in the next one. How oh, let's get a cup, shall we? Oh, oh, easy. 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 <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.